everybody. Welcome to Bear Insider Ultimate Insider Podcast. I am Mike Pulaski, former Cal quarterback, Hall of Fame member, world champion, Citrus Bowl champion, and we are here to talk football today. It is a quarterback day today on the Ultimate Insider Podcast. I always love talking to the guy, the, the trigger man for Cal, the guy who's in the pocket, field general, has to get it done. Several guys have come through that position. Cal quarterbacks, although they all differ, very similar in, ter- in terms of mentality. Today, I've got Chase Garbers on, and we're talking about going into his senior year, what it's like for him, kind of what he's looking forward to. He's going to talk about the defense. He's going to talk about the offense. He's going to talk about his expectations and his leadership style, where he needs to improve and where he thinks he has done well so far. As everybody knows, quarterback position gets all the credit, all the blame. Sometimes they deserve it. Sometimes they don't. This year, Chase, as a senior, is expected to step his game up in a big way. And we're going to talk about it right now. As everybody knows, I'm going to put a lot of pressure on him right here because we all had it when we played the position. The game revolves around the quarterback, right? Everything is about what the quarterback does, how, how he plays, everything else. Or at least that's the way the media portrays it. How do you feel about that, Chase? Yeah, I think that's pretty accurate. You know, I think the quarterback play is directly correlated to, you know, whether the team's successful or not. It was funny. I, ta- I sat with Jim Fossil. I was uh, broadcasting the UFL for a little bit, and Jim Fossil was a real stats statistics guy. And so um, he was, you know, telling me of all these stats, of everything that's out there, the number one thing that tells you about a team's success is quarterback efficiency rating. You know, those NFL guys and the, and the, the guys who are up at that high level are looking for every little edge. Are you getting any of that from Billy having been an NFL guy? Uh, yeah, a little bit, you know, definitely completion percentage and, and, you know, explosive play efficiency is definitely what we kind of look for as, as our offense. But, you know, ultimately, you know, the only stat that kind of matters, the only stat that does matter as a quarterback is, you know, the win column. Um, you know, Coach Musgrave always says it's not pictures, it's a, it's a stat sheet. So as many wins as you can get, it doesn't matter how it looks, but as long as you get the win, you know, go, go Bears. That's exactly right. Yeah, wins are a huge piece of it. And you're in position – to be the winningest modern quarterback in Cal history if you finish out this season right. You know that, right? Uh, yeah, I think you told me back in the spring game. So that's, that's right. kind of in the back of my mind. Yeah, so so better than Rodgers, better than Goff, right? You'll be taking my spot, by the way. I just want you to know that. So if you do that, you'll be taking my spot. <laughs> Sorry but, about that. But no, hey, dude, that's what they're all about, right? I want you to get it. I want you to go out and get it this year. I want you to get the wins. What do you have to do to get there? I think overall, we just got to execute as an offense. Uh, you know, our defense is very talented. Um, I think, you know, the, the strong spring and summer and even fall camp that we've had so far, I think our offense is primed for a breakout year. Uh, we just got to put as many points up on the board as possible. You know, Coach Musgrave calls them 40 burgers. Uh, so if we can get a bunch of 40 burgers on the board, you know, our defense will do the job. Uh, and just ultimately, you know, you know, finish the game out with the W. Boy, if you could put 40 points on the board, that would be huge, right? That's you, you, you can do that. that with that defense, you're going to be pretty solid all year long. I mean, let's so for you personally, I realize as quarterbacks, right? We, we try not to talk about ourselves because there's so much attention on the position. All the fat guys don't want us, you know, they don't want to hear about the quarterback. They don't want to hear us talk about ourselves. They want to hear, you know, us talking about team. Talk about you, though. Like, what are your goals? What are your aspirations for this year? Not in a team sense and not in a, not in a, a uh, self-aggrandizing sense, but in, just in terms of what would you like to do to feel accomplished this season? Uh, well, for me, you know, personally, I want to win every game on our schedule. Um, you know, it's hard to be a, have a perfect season, but, you know, that's what I want to strive for. 
Um, you know, also I think better, you know, being a better overall game manager and, you know, uh, certain situations, critical situations, uh, whether, you know, it's tucking the ball down on, on third and short instead of forcing a ball in there, or, you know, keeping the play alive, being an overall playmaker. I think just, you know, the overall game, you know, is where I want to improve on, uh, whether, you know, it's, you know, making those big plays on the ground or in the air, you know, hitting those explosive shots and then just, you know, situationally be better. And so, I, you know, I love my Cal quarterbacks, right? I love all my Cal quarterbacks. I'm going to be a little bit critical here, but I think fair. One of your issues over the years has been going through your progressions, right? Getting to that next read. How have you worked on that? Uh, you know, Coach Musgrave and I have worked on that a bunch, you know, going through the whole progression, uh, whether that's hitting the, the fourth, fifth guy, or even going down to the check down. You know, ultimately, you know, the last resort is taking off. Uh, whether, you know, it's it's moving up in the pocket, you know, going forward. We always preach going forward as a quarterback. Good things happen when you go forward, whether it's you got to go forward to escape or go forward to, you know, hit a guy outside on the flat that the defense leaves covered when you start scrambling. Um, so ultimately, you know, just get through the whole progression, uh, whether it's, you know, like I said, the third, fourth, fifth guy, and then, you know, use, utilizing the check down. Uh, you don't really see, you know, check downs, running backs uh, getting thrown to a lot in college football, but you do see that the next level where, Oh, yeah. Go a three-yard check down that, you know, ends up being a first down uh, or an explosives, you know. So I think, you know, just kind of, you know, like I said, situationally hit those guys in those situations. You know, when it comes down to it, you got to you, you pull it down and, you know, get some yards yourself. But just trying to stay clean in the pocket, you know, don't – you know, a quarterback on the ground is not always a good thing. Um, so just staying up and hitting those uh, progressions and check downs is, you know, what we've really worked on, especially these first 10 days. And that's, and that's a huge thing, right? How, how do you get to that comfortable sensation in the pocket, right? There's a bunch of stuff going on there. And, and unless you've played the game at that level, or at least in high school, you don't understand how much is going on around you as a quarterback. Like it is chaos in there. There's yeah. dudes flying by you. There's guys flashing in front of your face. You have to decipher between officials and players. And like, there's a million things going on there, but you have to find kind of this Zen where you are so dialed past everything going on around you, but still aware of any threats. What have you been doing to work on that? You know, I've always thought I've had a natural ability to sense, you know, the chaos of the pocket and, you know, get that sixth sense of when to escape, uh, especially, you know, blindside. Um, so I think just, you know, overall, I mean, we have a great defense at Cal and, you know, going against those guys every day has definitely, you know, helped my ability and, you know, in pocket, you know, presence and control. Um, whether, you know, step and sliding, avoiding, you know, breaking the pocket forward or, you know, have to escape contain. Uh, I think, you know, just, you know, what our defense throws at us each and every day has definitely helped me. Oh, no doubt. Watch. I mean, having a defense like that, it can also it can also be a little bit counterproductive, right? Because they're so good. You're like, oh, it's just everything's happening so many times in games the picture just cleans up for you. Like yeah. in practice, you go against your defense or you go against my defense was the same way when I was at Cal. We were really good in that four, four scheme. They'd come at you from any direction. You just kind of had a bunch of stuff going on. And when you get that all the time, it's like, Whoa, I'm just on this hyper alert mode all the time versus defense yeah. where sometimes you get into a game and a team's just running cover six, right. Or they're just a, a cover three team or whatever they do. That's what they do. And it's just super clean reads. Yeah, I think that's definitely what hurt hurt me early on in my career is seeing, you know, the complexity of our defense and then going out there and, you know, seeing kind of certain defenses just play vanilla type, uh, you know, what they play. Uh, I think that definitely hurt me my first couple of years here, but then just kind of, you know, the more I play, the older I got, you know, just kind of seeing things for what they are, 
you know, our defense does a great job of disguising things. You know, sometimes week in, week out, a team doesn't disguise it all and just shows what they're about to run. So I think just deciphering the difference in, you know, how teams play uh, is definitely where I've, you know, elevated my game. Yeah, relax and just soak it all in, man. Take seat, you know, read what you see and throw what you see and you're going to be just fine. Talk to me about it. So we talked last year, right? We did a little video last year and we talked about how you felt you were in terms of comfort with Coach Musgrave's offense, right? Big, thick playbook, NFL style, a lot of words, a lot of verbiage, a lot of tags. And you felt you were pretty comfortable with it. Well, now looking back, right, with where you are now compared to where you were last year, tell me about the difference. Well, I think, you know, for me going into this year, it's the most comfortable I've been here at Cal, you know, playbook wise, physically, mentally, you know, all around. I think year two with Coach Musgrave and, you know, expanding the playbook on what it was last year, uh, you know, we're all excited for it. The offense is really excited for it. We love, we love this playbook. I think, you know, it really suits, you know, who we are and our personnel. Uh, so, you know, we can't wait till September 4th hits um, to go against someone other than our Cal defense. Yeah, right. Hit somebody else. Hit somebody in a bad jersey would be nice. When you, when you get into an offense like this, you talked about it. You know, there, there's, there's, a, there's a lot there for what Cal does. Obviously, Cal, at its truest nature, at its best, is a blue-collar football team with smart, fat guys that run the ball really well, right? Good running backs, smart quarterbacks, tough, smart offensive linemen. How does your team compare to that kind of Cal mold? I think you hit it right on the head by saying we're a blue collar team. You know, Coach Wilcox, ever since he came here, has always harped on being we're going to be the toughest and grittiest team out there. Uh, you know, the fact is teams don't like to play us. <laughs> I mean, they they always struggle playing us. And I think, you know, just how we bring it for each and every quarter uh, definitely, you know, stresses the team out because, you know, it's no cakewalk playing us, whether we're the underdog or the favorite. Uh, so I think, you know, we fit that mold pretty well. You know, we have a bunch of intelligent guys, um, especially in the wideout room, who are understanding this playbook really, really well. And, you know, like you said, we are a blue-collar team that, you know, is not afraid to get down in there and throw little punches. Which is great. And that's exactly what you have to be at Cal, right? There's just such a mix there between academia, intelligence. Like, there's just – certain teams can be that highbrow team, super fast, you know, four, three guys all over the field. Cal has never yeah. really been that team. Um, not, not at a, not ever that I know of that I've seen it, but you got guys mm -hmm. that are smart, that are tough, that get through that. Talk to me about some of the new faces we're going to see this year at receiver, right? We know what we see from the outside, but you get to talk to these guys in the huddle, you get them in the meeting room. Talk to me about some of the new receivers you get to throw to this year. Yeah. I mean, not only do we have a great veteran group of wideouts coming back with Crawford, Remigio, you know, Trey Clark also, but we got some new young guys that you'll see on the field, uh, guys who were here last year, Jeremiah Hunter, Aiden Lee, Mason Mangum, Tommy Christakos, Justin Baker. We had a really deep class uh, wide out wise with those guys. Uh, and then even some of the freshmen, uh, Maven Anderson, J. Mike Sturdivant. I mean, those guys have taken huge strides just each and every day in practice, uh, especially as a young guy trying to grasp this playbook. Could be difficult for the wideouts who, you know, came from high school and you had two word plays and it was a spread offense and you didn't really have to read uh, you know, defensive leverage or coverage at all. Uh, but we're really excited about that room. I think, you know, I could say this is the deepest talent-wise that we've had. Uh, I think also uh, an older guy that, you know, hasn't really played a lot is Monroe Young. Uh, he's had a really strong fall camp. Uh, he's stepped up big time. I think, you know, a lot of those younger guys and even Monroe is going to have a, a good role on this team. And I think, you know, just the more weapons available we have, the better it's going to be. 
And tell me about your running backs, right? That, that's so important to have good running backs. When Cal's successful, they've always had a good running back, you know, from, mm -hmm. from back to Chuck Muncie, you know, all the way through my teams with Russell White, uh, Anthony Wallace just had some quality dudes at that running back spot. With Jeff Tedford, obviously, just the backs kept going on. Yep. Who are your guys? Who are we going to see this year? We have a deep room there also. Uh, you know, Christopher Brooks, uh, Marcel Dancy, Damian Moore, a lot of guys that you saw from last year. Um, DeCarlos, um, you got Chris Street, Ashton Shreddick even. I mean, a lot of those guys are very talented. You know, Coach Coach Thompson, Coach AT has done a great job with that room. And, you know, you know for our offense, the run sets up the pass. Uh, you know, if you have a strong run game, you're going to have a good, strong pass game also. Uh, but those guys run hard. They're natural pass catchers, and they're smart, too, in protection. You know, years past, I've had to help out some running backs in protection, but these guys got it dialed in. You know, they know who they got, where their check is. And, you know, we're really happy and excited for that group. Yeah, not just where their check is, but then after the check, where do they get in the route, right? Where do they fit in the big scheme of the picture? That's, that's yep. a huge one. Is, is having backs in the route. I'm just going to kind of circle back to that because you mm -hmm. talked about it, check downs to your backs. It's yep. like Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Joe Montana. Let's talk through all these guys. The reason they lasted so long and they were so good is because they knew where to check down to their backs. Things yep. get in trouble. You drop your eyes, check down to those backs. So having those guys that can run the ball and catch pass is super important. Yeah. I mean, it's very important. You know, we've done a lot so far in camp. I mean, just getting to the backs, you know, whether – Obviously, the backs will have no check in a two-high scheme because they know no one's blitzing. So when they get out quick, you know, you can hit them right then and there, especially when the linebackers are trying to drop to 20, 25 yards, you know, in depth and trying to carry those, those guys over the middle. So we're really excited for that group, and they've done a great job so far. Yeah, absolutely. And it's going to be a huge difference maker. Talk to me about the tight end spot. I know we've got some guys back from last year, but we've got a fresh new face on campus too. Yeah, we got two new guys with Jermaine Terry and Kalecki Latu. Uh, Jermaine was here in the spring, uh, so he was exposed to this offense pretty early uh, as a 17-year-old. He's done a great job so far through the summer uh, and even in fall camp. And then Kalecki got here about a month and a half ago with the rest of the freshmen. I mean, he's a big 6'6 frame guy, um, natural pass catcher, got a huge catch radius. So, you know, they're, those two guys will definitely have a role this season. Uh, I think, you know, the veteran guys have done a great job, you know, with Colin Moore, Gavin Reinwald, uh, Nick Alfton, and Jake Tonjes. You know, those guys have done a really good job kind of teaching teaching those two young guys, you know, how to play the position and, you know, what we look for in an offense with those guys. Yeah, and then the most important part on offense, and I say this as a quarterback, the most important unit on offense, the offensive line, right? These guys yep. make everything happen because they're in charge of the run game, making it happen there. They're also in charge mm -hmm. of keeping you clean so that you can pass now. I know we lose to fell. That's a huge loss, right? There's a guy who's a six, you know, going to be a super senior coming back, losing him to injury, yep. just lost General Williams. And so a couple guys who've been a part of that unit for quite a while, but talk to me about the guys that are here that are going to be players this year. Yeah. Well, the, the blessing in disguise for us for last year was a lot of young guys got to play. Uh, so a lot of guys were exposed to college football for the first time. And a lot of those guys are playing now. Uh, like you said, we lost Safel and, and Jenel. Uh, so a lot of guys who filled in for him last year, especially, you know, with, with the COVID protocol at Berkeley, you know, those they have live in-game experience, not just practice reps. So you got some special guys up front, you know, Ben Coleman, Brian Driscoll, guys that you really haven't heard of uh, in years past have been stepping up big time, uh, filling those roles. I mean, those guys are playing great. Obviously, you know, Will Craig, Valentino Daltoso, Matthew Sindrick, McCade Matower. 
guys who have uh, been in the lineup for for a couple of years now, you know, just getting more and more comfortable with those guys, uh, whether it's verbiage, you know, uh, in the huddle and just, you know, outside of football, I think, you know, we've done a great job uh, getting the camaraderie with those guys because obviously last year was a little difficult. You couldn't really be around each other with only at practice, uh, but we're really, especially myself, I'm very happy, you know, to have those guys around in the huddle. Um, you know, we got five to seven guys who could, who could play the position at an elite level. Uh, you know, we're excited for them. And, and, and I'm going to start calling Will Craig, Hollywood Craig. I saw him at, at the Cal football, the Justin Wilcox football camp this summer. And he was out there wearing the cutoff sleeve shirt and he had the big yeah. aviator sunglasses on. He was looking stroked though. I mean, those dudes look different than they did last year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, definitely. We, you know, we thank the strength and conditioning staff here with coach Brian Johnson. I mean, those guys lifted really hard over, over the off season and, you know, they're hitting, you know, PRs that they haven't hit in a while. Uh, you know, Will Craig's a really strong guy. Um, so we're really happy to have him at left tackle. Yeah. And I, so I just had coach Johnson on talk about the difference okay. that makes, right? So chemistry for a team, a lot of it's built in that weight room. And so yeah. what's it like having Brian or coach Johnson as a, you know, as a strength coach, strength conditioning coach, but setting that chemistry in there too, especially with his background, you know, national championship, mm -hmm. SEC championship. Yeah. I mean, having coach B, you know, get here uh, about eight months ago in January has really been beneficial for us. Just the way that he structured the whole off season, you know, something different that, you know, that we haven't done uh, since I've been here. Uh, but, you know, just the staff that he brought into, I mean, they're, they're incredibly intelligent. Uh, you know, we love each and every one of them. And I think just, you know, what Coach B has done uh, from just a team bonding standpoint, you know, on the field and in the weight room, uh, you know, is definitely really special for us. I think that's where you get to know your teammates most is obviously in that offseason period. You know, when you're around each other and strength staff every day uh, for a couple hours and just, you know, ultimately grinding it out, um, you know, getting some good work in, I think you know, what coach B has done, uh, is, is truly amazing. And, you know, we're really happy to have him. And talk to me. So we'll go back a little bit, flashback to last year. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like I, I just write it off as a scrimmage. It was just a scrimmage season because it yeah. was so weird. One thing that, that quarterbacks really, you know, thinking quarterbacks have to rely on is consistency in their offense, consistency in who's going to be where, what the rush is going to feel like, what routes I'm going to get, you know, all those things. And last year, I don't know that you got that for one game, right? You, you constantly had different dudes switching in on the offensive line because of COVID protocols. You constantly, mm -hmm. you know, your D-line never got to play against your O-line before you walk on the field at UCLA. Like, there was no consistency last year. And so almost, not that it was a pickup game, but every game was like, hey, let's just throw this up against the wall and see what sticks almost as you went into it. What was that like for you? Uh, it was definitely difficult, you know. Uh, you know, we ride it off here as a fluke year. You know, we never played with our full team. Like you said, you know, half of our weeks were spent where the old line wasn't blocking anybody because our D line was in protocol. And, you know, you had new guys in and out of the huddle each and every week. And then also you didn't even know who you're going to play until really that Friday. Uh, Cause you know, everyone gets tested day before or day of traveling. You don't really know what's going to come back. Uh, so it was definitely, you know, an odd year, but, you know, when we had most of our full team against Oregon, we kind of saw what we can do as a team. Uh, we got a lot of those guys coming back. We only lost a couple, three or four guys. Um, so, you know, we ended the season, you know, with a strong win against a really tough Oregon opponent, uh, you know, with most of our guys. So that kind of gave us an insight of what the next year would look like. And so, so coming back, I think Cal has, and I saw a stat, Cal has the most super seniors in the country. Have you heard that? 
I haven't heard that, but, you know, I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, we got a lot of guys who came back, um, you know, sixth, seventh year guys. How much of a difference uh, does that make for continuity, right? We just talked about consistency, continuity. How much of a difference does that make coming back? I think it's huge. You know, not only do you have guys who have played a lot of football, but you have guys who have been, you know, at Cal for four, five, six years now. Um, and I think just having that same culture as the guys that, you know, when Wilcox first got here, I think that's huge, especially for the young guys. We've got a lot of young guys on this team also. I think just helping them, you know, kind of being that role model and seeing how, you know, how the older guys operate is definitely going to carry the team forward in future years. And so have you guys started watching game film on Nevada yet? Um, no, not yet. We're still kind of – I mean, we're not done installing our offense. Right. Um, but, you know, as – in the summer, uh, us players and in, in our captains' meetings, we definitely took a look at you know some of our opponents. Um, you know the the cool thing, the nice thing about last year is a lot of guys, a lot of teams played five or six games, so it's a lot less of a sample size to go to. And you know you could also watch a full game with a you know with your whole offensive unit, uh, and you know get a lot of intake from that. Yeah. So you so you talk about the captains' meetings. Talk to me about your leadership style. What is your leadership style? Where do you see your role in that? Kind of how does that affect the team? Yeah, so I've always been, uh, you know, a lead by example type of leader. I've never really been too much of a rah-rah guy. Um, but, you know, as, as, the older, as the older I've gotten and the more I've played, you know, I've kind of evolved into a little bit of hybrid. Um, you know, you definitely, you have your moments where you have to, you know, get up on people and, and say something loud. But then also just, you know, people also respect the authentic authenticity that you bring I think you know just for myself I am who I am you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fake it you know I'm you know people know especially the older guys you know how I lead what my leading style is uh, and I think just you know always you know you could always get better as a leader each and every year and obviously you know I'm taking steps to do that but also just being true to yourself you know your players see that they know when you know you're not acting acting yourself and you know, they see that. So I think just being true to yourself and being authentic. The, the trick to that, and I, lo I love the, the kind of process of it, the trick to that is accountability, right? It's accountability. Yeah. You will be accountable, accountable to hold up your end of your assignment and do what you are supposed to do. And so you should have expectations for your teammates that they're going to be accountable for what they're supposed to do as well. And so as you get older, you start to kind of recognize that. And that's when it gets a little bit less like, Hey man, come on, everybody else. You got 10 other dudes counting on yeah. you to run the right steps and you don't do it or to run the right route or to block that guy and you don't do it. What are we, what are we doing here then? Right. If, if you're yeah. just going to take the time and not get in the playbook and not know your stuff, what are we doing here? Yeah. I, you know, that's one of our pillars here at Cal is accountability um, you know, like, like you said, you know, everyone has their one eleventh to do, you know, it is a team sport. It's not, you know, golf or tennis where it's just a single person. So if one person's off, it can mess up the whole, you know, gel of the whole offense. So I think just keeping everyone accountable mentally and physically is definitely, you know, where we stand at Cal. So I want to finish this off and let you go. I know these things can be torturous when you're in camp, so we're going to let you go here, but finish this off. Talk to me about it. A play comes to you, right? Do you guys signal or run plays in? Uh, so we have a or, wrist or all the above. Let's just not give it away. They yeah, do all the above. Yeah. Let's just say they do all the above. But yeah. you get a play, right? It comes in. And what is your mental process? What's the first thing that you do when that play comes into you? Uh, first thing that comes in, I check my left tackle for down a distance. Uh, make sure we got the right personnel in. 
you know, read the playoff, break the huddle, make sure everyone's good to go, line up to the ball, make sure everyone's lined, uh, you know, first and foremost, and then, you know, go through my pre-snap checklist of the defense. And so what's your mental picture? What comes in? Like, so some quarterbacks are visual guys, some guys are oral guys, some guys, you know, like that. I, when it used to come into me, right, I get to play, boom. First thing I do, set, you know, like you said, set the play, get everything going. And then as soon as I break the huddle, I get the visual picture of the way that play looks on paper, right? Yeah. Here's what everybody's supposed to do. Yeah. And I have, I have done visualizations. You and I actually talked about this offline, but I've done visualizations all week and all year, really, as, as long as I've had to play about, you know, cover two, cover six, cover three, cover one, yep. you know, every different coverage I get on this, I've gone through that in my head. So I've, I've gotten all those mental reps. So I, I used to get this visual play in my head. Here's what it is. And now I know exactly, boom, what do I get in coverage? And as soon as I get the coverage, I check to that visualization that I did about all mm -hmm. the options. How does, how do you process yeah, 100%. Uh, you know, you obviously get the mental image of the play, you know, the minute you, you know, get your feet set. Uh, then obviously, you know, dissect the coverage, you know, whatever they're in, you have a certain expectation of, of who's going to be open, you know, based off, you know, your week preparation. Uh, and then you just got to go ultimately ex execute the play. Well, I appreciate it, dude. As a quarterback, you always got to have a plan, right? And so, have the right plan on every play and you're going to be okay. At least, you know, 65, 70% of the time, which is what you're looking yep. for in terms of completions, right? Yep, exactly. Defense is going to win some too, but you got to win more than they do. And that's what keeps you yep. in the ball game. I appreciate you coming on with me here today. I love, like I said, I love talking with Cal quarterbacks, man. They're just, they're just dudes. That's all there is to it. <laughs> so great having you on here. Wishing you the best of seasons. Looking forward to calling your season this year. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So senior quarterback Chase Garbers, and it's, you know, it's a big stretch to say, you know, the season success hinges on him, but the quarterback position, super important to how well a team does. The Bears are going to run the ball. They're going to have great defense. And so Chase has to do his part, his 111th, as he said, to make it happen. Appreciate you watching. Make sure you leave us comments down below. I'll be answering some of those comments, especially the really fun ones. So leave us comments down below. Love to hear from you guys. Hope you enjoyed our podcast today. We will have more coaches, more concepts more strategy coming up and we will talk about the Pac-12 South eventually I promise you and then give you our full Cal Bears uh, breakdown preseason preview coming up as well so appreciate you being here today I will talk to you again soon for Bear Insider I'm Mike Pulaski it's the Ultimate Insider Podcast Go Bears <laughs>